Robert Worth is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. And it's a Friday morning, Friday, February 11th. It's a feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, St. Bernadette, Our Lady of Lourdes. Pray for us. Hope you're having a good Friday morning today. So much to talk about. We are going to be taking a look at great programming coming up on EWTN. It is a Friday, and that means we're joined always by our President and Chief Operating Officer, Doug Keck with EWTN. At the bottom of the hour, 28 minutes past or so, we're going to be doing our Fact Check Friday. I wanted to just share some some thoughts regarding uh, how the media are handling this story regarding the truckers, not to mention uh, other issues related to COVID and crime. And it really is is not all that complicated when you sit down and think about it. We mentioned this yesterday with Dr. Ralph Martin. If you heard the interview we did with Ralph from EW10 and Renewal Ministries and Choices We Face, and of course he teaches at the wonderful Sacred Heart Major Seminary in my archdiocese. But he's got a beautiful series coming up. Uh, in a few weeks, based on his book, The Church in Crisis, Pathways Forward. And it's, a, I think, a seven-part series. starts on February 7th. And, again, you can check out the Sacred Heart Major, Major Seminary website for more information. But we were talking about why it's so important to take an honest look at the crisis in the world, always, though, being filled with hope because we are people of hope because we have Jesus in the church and the gates of hell, as Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18, will not prevail against her. But we also have to be aware of what's going on and be able to confront it lovingly, strongly, lovingly. And it really isn't that complicated. We were talking about, for example, some of these church leaders, and we pray for them, that are so confused that they're actually saying that the church, the church founded by Jesus Christ, is wrong on core issues such as marriage. Okay, so who put them in charge over God, over Scripture, over the church fathers? Again, over 2,000 plus years of church teaching. We can learn more about a truth, right? And it can be developed over time more fully, as John Paul II said. But truth never changes. The truth of who we are is a dignity in the human person. Male and female, created in the image and likeness of God, does not change. The natural law, it does not change. So where does this come from? Well, speaking from personal experience, I think it's, it's, it's pretty simple. As Ralph and I said yesterday, nothing new under the sun, as it says in Ecclesiastes. It comes from pride. We think we know better. Our plans are better. Our ideas are better. And if God and everybody else would just agree with me and put a big stamp on it, we can go our merry way and be besties. And we see that all over the place. And it's very sad However one feels about, I'm using this story, though, as an example with the Canadian convoys because it's happening again where people in power and also the media, who in many cases are their mouthpiece, are spreading awful lies about these people involved in these convoys. It's not just truckers, but many Canadians are supporting them. There are Canadians who are rightfully upset about things being you know, stopped in their tracks in terms of cities functioning and products not being delivered. Okay, we can you know, discuss and and, and debate on that because that is a big issue and that's a fallout from this. But where were these people when 
cities were shut down and people were killed and businesses were burned. Where were the media when they had the quote-unquote summer of love in Seattle where all kinds of horrific things were going on, including murder and rape, not to mention property destruction? That was all fine. There was a purpose to that because it fit their agenda, their prideful agenda. My opinions are being represented. It's important that this stuff, we're going to let this happen. It's not that bad because, you know, it's, it's all about the end game here. But again, this all goes back to pride. And we see it everywhere. Again, nothing new under the sun. But I think it's very sad, but it's obvious when you don't have anything else and you do nothing but name call and attack people personally and you reduce yourself to that because you can't honestly sit down and talk to somebody and hear what they have to say. So I'll look at a few stories, and that will be Fact Check Friday. And then wrapping up with Michael New, I caught up with him at the March for Life a couple of weeks ago. He is an associate scholar with the Charlotte Lozier Institute, which is a wonderful research organization working with the Susan B. Anthony List. He's also an associate of research at Catholic U, taking a closer look at the great success in saving lives regarding the Texas heartbeat law. So that is our program for a Friday. I do want to alert you to a beautiful article on Catholic News Agency about five fascinating facts regarding Lourdes, because today is a feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. All right, a ton of news. Uh, weather, nothing too major. It's going to be uh, some snow and some high winds in parts of the country in the plains, out west in California specifically, and usually warm weather, but otherwise uh, pretty calm out there, thanks be to God. Let's see what's happening on a Friday. It's five minutes past the hour, and you're listening to EWTN. Pope Francis today calling for a great symphony of prayer ahead of the Jubilee year in 2025. The Holy Father making the appeal in a letter today to the head of the Pontifical Council for promoting the new evangelization. The celebration in 2025, the year that marks the 1700th anniversary of the Council of Nicaea, will be the Catholic Church's first ordinary jubilee since Pope John Paul II presided over the great jubilee of the year 2000. Jim Forbes tells us there's new information about how the Texas heartbeat law is really having an impact on abortion. Data from the Texas Health Department shows abortions in the Lone Star State dropped nearly 60% after the bill passed. The bill bans abortions once a fetal heartbeat is detected, which is about six weeks after conception. Abortions fell from just over 5,400 in August to just under 2,200 in September. The department has yet to release data from the rest of 2021. An abortion measure is a step closer to becoming law in Florida. A House committee yesterday approving House Bill 5, which would ban abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The bill is due for another vote in the House this coming Tuesday. Currently in the state of Florida, abortions are banned after 24 weeks. The Kentucky Senate Education Committee moving forward with a bill that would ban transgender athletes from girls' sports. The Republican-led panel voted 9-3 to yesterday to advance the bill to the Senate floor. The bill would also require all school sports to be designated as girls, boys, or co-ed. The Biden administration warning Americans in Ukraine to leave and to do that now. Officials confirming they will not be sending troops to evacuate them if Russia invades. Biden also telling NBC News that would trigger what he called a world war, and then he said things would go crazy very quickly. Britain's Prime Minister Boris Johnson, as Stefan Boss tells us, is warning the Ukraine-Russia crisis is at its most dangerous moment right now. He, Vatican News' uh, Stephen Boss explains Johnson making the comments 
after meeting with members of the NATO military alliance, and this was on his way to Poland. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says war would be an absolute disaster, but adds that intelligence suggests the possibility of a Russian invasion into Ukraine remains imminent. Our intelligence, I'm afraid to say, remains grim, and we're seeing the, the massing of, uh, of huge numbers of uh, tactical battalion groups, uh, battalion tactical groups on the, on the borders of, of Ukraine, 70 uh, or more. This is probably the most dangerous moment, uh, I would say, in the, in the course of the next few days, in what is the biggest security crisis that uh, Europe has faced for, for decades, and uh, we've got to get it right. His warnings came while Russia's military build-up reached a decisive moment with the deployment of thousands of troops on the territory of its ally Belarus for joint maneuvers. Ukraine's capital Kiev is only about 75 kilometers or 47 miles south of the border with Belarus. Western nations fear Russia could use Belarusian territory to invade Ukraine. Inflation reaching a level not seen in some 40 years. Here's Harvard University professor and economist Jason Furman, who says the big story this year will be service prices. 2021 was all about cars. It was all about goods. Um, that's not going to be where you see the inflation this year. The consumer price index for all items rising 7.5% in the last year, which covers a period ending in January. The Bureau of Labor Statistics noting that's the biggest 12-month jump since February of 1982. If food and energy are taken out of the equation, the CPI rising 6% over the same time period, and that's the biggest year-over increase since 1982. When looking at just last month's number, the CPI rose 0.6% when food and energy are included. Senate minority leaders are slamming, or Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell slamming Democrats for allowing inflation to soar, with many of those prices surging, affecting working families at the gas pump and grocery store. Yet again, the data confirm what working families already know painfully well. Rampant inflation and soaring prices are crushing, crushing the American people. Mitch McConnell criticizing the severity of inflation rates, claiming they were a direct result of liberal policy choices. Nearly 6 in 10 Americans disapproving of how Joe Biden is handling his presidency, with most of that group saying there's literally nothing Joe Biden has done since taking office of which they approve. The finding from a CNN poll conducted in January and February finds Joe Biden's ratings have fallen across the board, just 41% approving of the way he's handling his job, while 58 disapproved, and that's a significant drop from his approval numbers, according to CNN polling compared to last year. A Canadian reporter says Prime Minister Justin Trudeau needs to negotiate with protesting truckers in Ottawa. Joe Warmington with the Toronto Sun said he predicts the truckers will be camped out in the capital city for a long time if Trudeau does not negotiate. If you walk around, you'll see trucks everywhere and there's children everywhere. There's nothing they can do until they negotiate with uh, the people here. Warmington also saying Confederate flags seen in social media posts have not been present at the Ottawa protest. They were in other parts of town. Nobody really saw them outside of social media, so I smell a rat on that. He said there isn't any danger or violence that he's seen at the protests. He's added it's been more of a party atmosphere that has gotten under the skin of the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. A New York City supermarket chain is beefing up security to combat a rise in shoplifting. This man is a former security guard, and he says it's the same people. He's blaming bail reform laws. Two hours after... They're in the same store. They've been released. No bail, nothing. 
So, you know, it's very easy for them. Diagostino supermarkets say recently there has been up to a 50% spike in shoplifting incidents at New York City stores. Officials at the chain blame bail reform laws again. New York Police Department crime stats show a 23% increase in petty thefts year to date. Texas election officials are reporting hundreds of mail-in ballots are being rejected because voters are not filling them out correctly. A new state law requiring absentee voters to include a state ID number, such as a driver's license number or a partial Social Security number, both when they request a mail-in ballot and when they return a completed ballot. The numbers must match ID info in a voter's record for the ballot request to be accepted and votes to be counted. Hundreds of mail-in voters have apparently been including the wrong numbers or none at all. And there's a new element in the case of the convicted Parkland, Florida school shooter. Now we're finding out late yesterday that the defendant is referring to another personality as hatred. And he's the one who committed these crimes. The judge denied the defense's motion to only allow one mental health expert to examine Nicholas Cruz. The next hearing is set for February 21st. The goal is to start jury selection for the sentencing phase in the first week of April. Cruz is facing either life in prison or the death penalty after pleading guilty to 17 counts of first-degree murder and 17 counts of attempted first-degree murder, Monday marking four years since the tragedy at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. A bipartisan bill aiming to combat social media addiction is being worked on. It's being brought forward by Democratic Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota and Republican Senator Cynthia Loomis Loomis of Wyoming. They confirm yesterday the bill would task the National Science Foundation and the Academy of Sciences, along with engineering and medicine, with studying ways that platforms such as Facebook could address the problem. The Federal Trade Commission would then hold companies accountable for not complying. The senators say that tech companies have said, trust us, we've got this for far too long, while spreading misinformation, among other things, and also putting profits over people. And finally, in our new segment at 15 minutes past the hour on a Friday morning, the Feast of Our Lady of Lords, if you're looking for a last-minute box of chocolates or that bouquet of flowers for your significant other ahead of Valentine's Day on Monday, You could be, well, out of luck already. Stores and flower shops across much of the U.S. reporting shortages of the two holiday staples. Some store owners have been forced to increase their prices as they are being faced with new challenges in keeping their shelves stocked. Monday, by the way, again, a reminder, Valentine's Day. We are in Marriage Week, National Marriage Week, and also Sunday is World Marriage Day. USCCB.org has all the resources for Marriage Week on their homepage. Again, USCCB.org. Great programming as always. We get the inside scoop with Doug Keck up next on a Friday. Location, location, relocation. Studies show more than a third of college students transfer and half of those do it more than once. He reminds us of St. Augustine's quote, Our souls are restless until they rest in thee. At Ave Maria University, we challenge this group to visit us, stroll down our palm tree paths, spike a shot on our sand volleyball court, or partake in an outdoor devotion. There's a reason when students visit Ave Maria, they tend to stay. Ave Maria University, your relocation destination. Visit AveMaria.edu. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile. Everyday living. 
effortless giving. CharityMobile.com Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at VisitingAngels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Always great to catch up with Doug Keck. We do this segment, Inside Word, on Fridays. So we give you a good idea of how to set your VCR or take a look at the programming, all the great programming. So what's coming up? I appreciate that. I, I, the VCR, you're flashing me back to Oh, my God, VCR, DVR. <laughs> Did I <VCR>. say VCR? <laughs> along with... Uh, along How old with, am I? You, you know what it is. It's the inflation rate and the price of gasoline. That's why you're... Oh, my gosh, VCR. It's the 1970s Woo. again. There you I'm go. I'm surprised I didn't say 8-track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Then let, let me dig my 8-track out. And unfortunately, the song changes right in the middle. Oh, my as gosh. As we remember. Yeah, we've got Our Lady of Lords uh, uh, later this morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll have a mass uh, from Our Lady of Lords. People can check that out. We've also got... Virtual pilgrimage experience at 4.30 p.m. Eastern today, and that's the one where uh, the Holy Father has granted a plenary indulgence for those who join in the virtual pilgrimage because they realize people can't necessarily travel like they normally would. That's today at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. And also explore with the Miracle Hunter. Uh, Michael O'Neill takes a look at Lourdes, and that's at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And then tomorrow, called by Mary, it's pilgrims and their families recount their journeys of healing at the Grotto mm. in Lourdes, and that's tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. So we have, uh, obviously, a lot of Lourdes-related programming. Then we've got some other programs coming up on Sunday, Catholics Come Home, uh, a new episode of that. We've got the EWTN is uh, on location with the Cincinnati Men's Conference. We're going to feature some speakers. That's also on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That'll be Sunday night. And then next week we've got uh, a miniseries uh, in entitled Restored Stories of Encounter Across the Country. Catholics are stepping up to make a difference in their communities. And finally, They Might Be Saints uh, Mm. focuses on Father Nelson Baker, and that's on next week. So uh, just some of the programming you can check out on EW10.com for more on radio, TV, on demand, etc. And this encounter, that sounds really interesting, that series, in terms of what folks are doing in their own communities. Tell us a little bit more about that. Right, exactly. It's a five-part mini-series, and it really talks about uh, chronicles of various people's work in spreading the faith, and especially reaching out to those people who need it the most. And I think it it's the appropriate call of the Holy Father when he talks about encountering people where they are. Mm-hmm. And the secret of, of a show like this is it shows people who are reaching out, encountering, and helping to bring these people along, which is really the accompaniment part, which many times gets lost in the discussion 
um, you know, we it gets interpreted as if encountering is meeting somebody where they're on and leaving them there. Right. Instead of meeting them where they are and then showing them, no, this is the way you really need to go. doesn't mean following their path. It means trying to get them onto the right path with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and whereas Archbishop Shapiro always said you don't want to accompany someone off of a cliff, what real accompaniment looks like, right? Exactly. That yeah. That's the problem. The interpretation becomes that, uh, you know, encountering somebody who's got an issue, it's like having an intervention with somebody about, uh, you know, a drug habit or an addiction and not doing it with the idea that we're going to get you off drugs. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. oh, we're having this intervention to tell you we understand you're a drug addict and then saying, okay, well, what drugs do you need? Right. Or, uh, you know, well, we just wanted to mention we were concerned. See you later. Yeah. That's, that's not what we're called to do. Right. And what I think is really important in, in this is it shows folks how they can make a difference because oftentimes, and I know we hear from our, our wonderful listeners, that they, they so appreciate what we do, but they feel overwhelmed. They don't think they see themselves maybe as one person who can't make a difference. Right. And nothing is further from the truth. God just wants an open heart and a willing heart, and, and he will give you the tools and he will direct you step by step. And so having this series, I think, is a very practical right. boots on the ground example of what people can do. Yeah, and I think one of the things for all of us is I, I think there's a great uh, ability of EWTN uh, and Catholic Radio to inspire people to do more. But also, uh, it, it's not designed to make people feel guilty as if they're not doing enough. Right. Uh, if you're not doing enough, then maybe you should think about it. But there's plenty of people who are doing whatever they can. And that's all you, our Lord's asking you to do is be faithful, do the best you can. The, right. the most powerful support many of us get is people who are praying uh, mm-hmm. for what the works are um, of the various apostolates or sending a note saying, you know what, I, my life has been helped. The, the, you know, the Mass was great. I love the guest that Teresa had on. I read that book that you mentioned on Bookmark and... Uh, you know, if that helps people along, that's great. And you know what? It does a lot for us to know that we're not just out there talking into a void, mm-hmm. uh, that, that there are uh, positive things happening in people's lives and support for people. And just doing those little things are plenty. If you have the ability or the capability of doing more, that's great. Pray about it and see what it is. But remember, your number one priority is your family. Mm-hmm. It starts there. That's your you vocation, talking, your first vocation. You were talking yeah. about World Marriage Day. Well, right. Terry and I were, came out of Marriage Encounter. World yep, Marriage Day yep. Ma- mm-hmm. was a big, was a big uh, thing. And the whole thing you learned from, uh, you know, marriage takes three. And that's a great insight, which is that, you know, God has got to have to be at the center of your life. And it starts off with your job is to get your spouse to heaven mm-hmm. and there's to get you to heaven. And then it goes out from that ring to your children and your extended family and then into the community. But if you don't have the core right, the rest of it falls apart. Yep. As a matter of fact, Alyssa Murphy from uh, The Register interviewed me for an article she's doing on, on World Marriage Day. Mm-hmm. And I told her exactly that, that we know uh, the reason that, that we came you know so close to divorce and had so many problems is that we didn't understand the church teaching. We thought it was all about, oh, you have to make me happy. You know that old Janet Jackson song, What Have You Done For Me Lately? Right. I mean, right. it's all about my happiness and what can you do for me as opposed to seeing it as serving each other and helping each other get to heaven. Right. I thought the title of World Marriage Day was beautiful because called to joy. Right. Uh, this is joy, and if you think of the word joy as an acronym, Jesus first, other second, yourself last, that joy of giving of oneself, what you get back is you don't do it for that reason, but it's tenfold when you give when, when you give it away. 
Well, don't you see it? I think even just in a secular sense, don't you find as you get older, you get a lot more joy about giving gifts at Christmas yep. or gifts to people? Than you, I mean, you like getting stuff. That's neat. That's nice. But you're much happier watching the person get what you've given them. And I think yep. that's just a maturation we have. And I think as we mature in our faith or in our marriage, we start to see that, too. And then we all know, you know, the different things. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. <laughs> and sometimes it's 105%. Right. And uh, as we say, marriage encounter, what do you do on the days that you don't feel so loving to your spouse? You have to love them anyway, mm -hmm. um, you know, because it's a decision you have to make. And there is romance, disillusionment, and joy. You go through that roller coaster in your relationship. But as you know, Teresa, we live in a in a in a, a situation where people think, like you said, you're supposed to make me happy, and if I'm not happy, it's your fault. And, uh, and let's get out of here yeah. so I can mm -hmm. find somebody who who will. And trust me, you won't. And as you know, in the statistics, marriages get worse with each one, not usually get. Better. Well, I was going to say you may temporarily, but then the same situation will be in Absolutely. that relationship, and the next relationship, and the next relationship. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you bring yourself there. Right. Right. Exactly. But I think it's it's so powerful to be able to share these things with folks because a lot of people may not know about World Marriage Day, may not know about National Marriage Week, and and you know the covenant, what God's plan for marriage. It's so important. And right. Or speaking, marriage encounter. Or marriage retrovi, encounter. Retrovi. All these great programs there, right, that we support. Right. Teams of uh, Our Lady. Which yep. Is good mm -hmm. And I received too, right? two. Well, one comment on Facebook and one email relating to what you said earlier which I think is key, so many people listening to us and having these lives change and are now praying for us. I heard from a woman who works, and she goes on to work every morning, and she serves, works in elder care, which is an amazing ministry. And she says she listens, and, and EWTN basically has saved her life. And another young woman who came back to the church just by scanning the dial and found us, and now she's back in the church. So there are things we can do. We pray for each other. We pray for our listeners and pray for this network and, of course, all of our affiliates. And we start there, right, and then see where the Lord leads us. Absolutely. Amen. We need to have that power first. Amen. Doug, thanks. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Doug Keck, our Chief Operating Officer and President of EWTN. Stay tuned. It was 30 years of pain, hiding what I did. It destroyed my life, little by little. I have hidden my true emotions since that day, the day I had the abortion. I was convinced, without a doubt, that God would not forgive me. Are you suffering with the burden of a past abortion? Come on a Rachel's Vineyard retreat and release your burden. Call 214-544-CARE. Attending the retreat allowed me to finally open up and share with others who have been down the same road. I am renewed. I have a sense of freedom, and I can finally feel God's grace. God healed each wound. I didn't have to do the work. All I had to do was come. I give thanks to God that He called me to the vineyard. Give yourself a chance to feel alive again. Call 214-544-CARE or visit racheldallas.org. Any young men interested in learning more about the priesthood are invited to the next St. Andrew Breakfast, which will take place on Saturday, February 19th at 8 a.m. at St. Patrick's Cathedral in Fort Worth. The day will begin with Mass at the Cathedral, followed by breakfast. We encourage young men in high school and college to attend. Please reserve your spot by contacting the Vocations Office at 817-945-9321 or by email at vocations at fwdioc.org. 
Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessings on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will customize a plan to fit your individual needs. 866-810-6800. 866-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Eight minutes past the hour. Welcome back, Catholic Connection. It is a Friday, February 11th, the Feast of Our Lady of Lords. Our Lady of Lords, pray for us. Fact Check Friday, something I've been doing uh, since the election of 2020, examining uh, the media and how they're covering stories or not covering stories and kind of helping all of us discern what we see coming at us 24-7, pounded with various messages from countless outlets out there and how do we make sense of it all. I think the bottom line in in many of of the stories we see, and Doug and I touched on this just a few minutes ago, is this this pride where my opinion, our agenda is the only agenda, and we are going to pound it into you until you accept it. And if you don't accept it, we're going to do our best to destroy your reputation. This goes to the cancel culture, of course. And we're seeing this also with the truckers uh, in Canada and the convoys that are uh, occurring not only in Ottawa, Canada's capital, but also across the the, uh, river from us and then right here in Detroit on the Ambassador Bridge side and the Motown side and the Windsor side in Ontario and Detroit, and then in other areas in terms of uh, the border crossings of Canada where these truckers have been organizing and trying to speak up and trying to get the government in Canada to listen to them. And that's not happening. And then what you have are the media taking the cue from their Canadian counterparts, for example, with the CBC, which is the Canadian version of NPR, the government uh, radio outlet, TV outlet, and basically taking their talking points and sounding as if, and I'm not saying this is actually happening, but something's going on in terms of, here we see it again, when they want a particular message out, as in the left, they put out these signals and the media pick it up and they regurgitate it over and over and over again. Take a listen. Just think of the language. I know it sounds familiar to you, right? A threat to democracy, uh, an insurrection, sedition. We've heard it called a nationwide insurrection. Mm -hmm. The movement is being called an insurrection by some, paralyzing the Canadian capital. Those with the so-called freedom convoy say they're staying put. It's a cult. (laughs) Yes, it is. Well, this is what you do when you don't have anything else uh, and you're not willing to sit down and talk with people. Now, we can respectfully disagree with one another about the best way to approach change. And again, we can debate that, discuss it. We should be able to debate it and discuss it, but that's not going on. People are being ignored and they feel, according to the interviews, that they've been ignored for far too long. And there's great amount of misinformation and so many ad hominem attacks going on with these people who just want their government to listen and I think many of us in the United States feel that way too and I believe as I mentioned earlier uh, in a two cent segment I did in the first hour of my show I think it was on Tuesday or Wednesday that this is why all of a sudden we're seeing many of these liberal leaders in the United States all of a sudden dropping their mandates and changing things because the polls are showing people have had it we're done we want to go on. We know we need to be careful. We know that we have things that we can do to protect ourselves. We're not saying that COVID or any other illness isn't serious and that people have died. We're not saying that. But to continually keep people 
shut down, damage businesses, impact children. They had a Senate hearing the other day regarding the impact that COVID has had on kids. How much have we seen about that in terms of the isolation, in terms of the masking, in terms of all these different, and that's not even talking about the, the medical fallout from this. So there's, there's this narrative out there. There's this underlying understanding now that, oh, maybe things haven't gone our way. But then there's still overall is this digging in of the heels. And what does that have to do with this whole thing? It's not complicated. This isn't rocket science. Dr. Ralph Martin and I discussed this yesterday in our interview. We see this in some church leaders, for example, and we pray for him. But with all due respect, what is going on with this cardinal from Luxembourg who in an interview openly is defying core church teaching. How does he know more than God? But again, this isn't complicated. And there was an interesting story that I tracked down about the situation at CNN. Doug and I were talking about this uh, during the break earlier. There was a meeting that took place, a conference call that took place with new management. And new management wants to change things at CNN. He wants to bring back more balance the way CNN was when it first began. And all the anchors and the producers can talk about is how unfair it was that Jeff Zucker had to leave and how upset they are that he's leaving. And as Doug and I were discussing, it has to do probably with the fact that they realized he was protecting their jobs. But I think there's a, there's a deeper thing going on. This new management is saying that he wants to see more conservative voices. He also happens to be one of the big managers, happens to be a Republican, Okay. But he wants to see more balance, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what it should be. If you're claiming that you are a news organization, if you're claiming that you are objective, then you need to show that. We make no bones here at EWTN and Ave Maria Radio and our affiliates that we are Catholic and that we are here to educate the Catholic faith. So when you know that, and we identify that all the time, Ave Maria Radio has a slogan that Catholic Radio um, for Catholics and other uh, Christians. Okay? So we're very clear as to whom and what we represent. But you can't hide behind a title like the secular media do often, as in CNN, claiming they're a news operation when it's nothing but propaganda for particular leftist causes. It goes back to the pride of not admitting that maybe we need to look in the mirror and change some things. And whether it's this cardinal, whether it's our own agendas, and I know from a personal perspective, I dug in my heels for three years in terms of not wanting to leave the secular media. Oh, no, I have a better plan. If you could just keep me here and let me make the big bucks and I'll still do my Christian thing here and there, we can be besties, God. And this is after I came back to the church, telling God what I thought I should be doing. You talk about pride and an ego, all right? So I'm speaking from personal experience. It took me three years to finally say, Uncle, I am yours. I was made for you. What do you want me to do? And until that time, things weren't changing. I was still employed in the secular media, still making good money, but at the same time, I was miserable. I was like that you know, gerbil going around that proverbial wheel. And it's no different. The reason that the people at CNN don't want to let this go is because this is the agenda that they built up. They think they're right. They are holding on to that even if it's going to destroy their network. And they're hemorrhaging viewers left and right, and they don't seem to care as long as they can keep their agenda going. You know, look at what's happening with Trudeau refuses to meet with these truckers. 
And what is he doing digging in his heels and going before the Canadian Parliament and doing nothing but calling them names? And these are people that he represents. He may not agree with the way they're doing this. You may not agree with the way they're doing this, but at least sit down and talk to the people. Why was it okay for all of these protests and these shutdowns of these cities and these occupations of these cities to happen because it was run by leftist groups? That's fine. That's a movement, as Kamala Harris said. But when people are representing something else or they speak differently and disagree with you, then you're an awful person and everything else under the sun, as you heard the name calling. This is all about pride. Again, whether it's someone in the church, whether it's ourselves, who are not willing to, to really take a serious look at church teaching and change our lives, or whether it's the media, we think we know better. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Luke 14, 11. Ecclesiastes, nothing new under the sun. Again, this isn't rocket science. We need to remember God is God, and we are not. We'll be right back. St. Mark the Evangelist Catholic Church in Plano has teamed up with the Catholic Charities Dallas Mobile Food Bank to offer food for those in need. Items being distributed include perishable food items from the North Texas Food Bank, such as fruit, vegetables, and other food items. The next visit is on Saturday, March the 5th, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Smith Pastoral Center parking lot at the parish. Food recipients will remain in their cars, and their food will be placed in their trunks. Are you looking for a tax preparer this year to help you with your personal or business tax filing or management? At Balance Book LLC, they can assist with business and personal tax returns, accounting services, sales tax, payroll, business formations, and more. They can be reached by calling 972-805-5095, or you can visit them at 4425 West Airport Freeway, Suite 122, Irving, Texas 75062. Balance Book LLC, a new sponsor of the GRN and members of Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Duncanville. Are you keeping a secret no one knows about? Are you worried your friends would reject you if they knew? We at Healing After Abortion understand the pain suffered by those who have experienced an abortion. Whether you thought it was your only option or felt pressured to make the decision, there is hope and healing available. Come join us March 18th to the 20th for a Rachel's Vineyard retreat. Call us confidentially at 214-544-CARE or visit us at racheldallas.org. Looking for a career move where you can put your faith into action as you build relationships within your local community? Decided Excellence Catholic Media is one of the fastest growing private media companies in North America. We are seeking media, marketing, and sales professionals who want to join our team to produce exclusive faith-filled magazines that support local businesses. To learn more about Decided Excellence Catholic Media, please visit decidedexcellence.com. That's decidedexcellence.com. It was great to see Michael New in person at the March for Life. Did a quick interview for the March for Life on what's happening with a number of issues. Uh, out there with the life issues on the front lines. 
Associate Scholar of the Charlotte Lozier Institute and Research Associate for the Catholic University of America, penned a great piece for the National Review regarding the numbers connected to the Texas heartbeat law and how it's saving lives. Michael, good to talk to you again. Ah, thanks for having me. Much appreciated. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Texas heartbeat law. Your thoughts, because we're seeing uh, more and more data coming out about how many, uh, how, how the abortion numbers have dropped. Right. It's been a great success for the pro-life movement. Uh, this is the 164th day that the heartbeat law has been in effect and is protecting unborn children in the great state of Texas. Uh, we have new data that just came out from the Texas Health and Human Services Commission. Uh, we find a big drop in abortions. Uh, last September, September 2020, there were just over 4,500 abortions in Texas. Uh, this past September, when the heartbeat law took effect, only uh, a little bit less than 2,200. So there's been a 51% drop in the number of abortions taking place in Texas. Uh, I estimate this law is saving 75 preborn children uh, every day in Texas. So it's been a real big success. Now, your article talks about that some Texas women are uh, going around the law by trying to get abortions in other states. But then you mentioned another survey that was taken by Heartbeat International uh, last September that indicates that their numbers in terms of, of women seeking support at pregnancy centers in the state of Texas and surrounding areas are also going up, right? Right. I mean, laws aren't magical, and it is true. Some women are seeking abortions in other states where the laws are more permissive, and the solution there is for these states to also go ahead and pass good protective laws. But what's not really getting as much attention as I think it should is the fact that more women in Texas are seeking pregnancy help. A Heartbeat International uh, did a survey of pregnancy centers uh, in Texas and in the surrounding states, and they found that 43% saw an increase in clients. So there is good evidence suggesting that some women who uh, do find themselves facing an unintended pregnancy are seeking help, are seeking life-affirming care, and do intend to carry those pregnancies to term. How are they finding out about pregnancy resource centers? Is there a, is there a bigger push now, or, or are they searching for help? Do we know what's behind that? Uh, Pregnancy Help Centers have been doing a very good job in terms of just marketing themselves. I mean, a lot of them are, are online. Uh, you know, a lot of them uh, actually, because of the you know, state of Texas is actually funding them. Uh, they actually are funding you know, alternatives to abortion in Texas. Uh, that's a positive trend. So I think just a combination of you know, advertising you know, through conventional media, online media, and the fact the state of Texas has made it clear that you know, money is available uh, for these centers you know, that want to help women facing unintended pregnancies, you know, that's resulting in more people seeking out their, their assistance. And there's some other laws that are, are, are similar that are going forward in other states. I think there's one in Florida that I reported on this morning and, uh, oh gosh, another state that escapes me right now. But So this is a pattern, do you think, a positive pattern that others are following? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, typically when there's a policy innovation that succeeds, you know, others copy it. You know, we saw that with the partial birth abortion ban in the 1990s and i think that as you know conservative states see a law that you know is in effect and actually is protecting pre-born children uh they're eager to follow suit uh, obviously there's gonna be more litigation over this texas law uh we're not out of the woods yet but again for the past 164 days it has been protecting pre-born children in texas and is stopping abortions Praise God. We're talking with Michael New from Charlotte Lozier Institute and the Catholic University of America. So what else can we do? Because one frustration, a major frustration that I've had is 
this great, amazing work that pregnancy resource centers do in terms of helping women, helping families, and they do this not just for a short period of time uh, with the immediate, for example, if a woman feels that she's in a crisis situation, they're there to offer her real choices, uh, but they stick with the families and they give them parenting classes and clothing and food and help them with uh, their medical situation if they need to see all, all you, I don't have to tell you and our audience knows how great pregnancy resource centers are, but so many out there in our culture, Michael, are not aware of them. And even in this story, I know it's not exactly a shock, but the way the media are covering it is a, a negative in terms of, oh, my goodness, women's health is being affected because they can't access abortion in Texas now um, or, you know, to a certain point. And they're ignoring the good that's being done with pregnancy resource centers even more than they did before, I think. Your thoughts. Right. I mean, I looked at some of the media coverage. There was a lot of stories about the Texas law came out yesterday afternoon. The Associated Press, The Guardian, Dallas Morning News, Axios, all had stories about this law. And a lot of the coverage focused on women seeking abortions in other states. Uh, none of the stories focused on pregnancy help, uh, which I thought was very disappointing. So I think that you know the thing we just have to do as just pro-lifers is get the word out ourselves. I mean, we have great conservative Catholic pro-life publications that you know, we can write for and we can circulate their articles. We can go to social media and uh, just let people know that if uh, a woman is facing an unintended pregnancy, uh, there is help available. You know, The mainstream media, unfortunately, isn't always going to do our work for us. I just think we as pro-lifers sometimes have to take the initiative. I think that they should also be contact. Excuse me, those papers, uh, the stories that in the publications, whether they be uh, TV stations or newspaper outlets or online outlets, that I think uh, you know people in in the pro life movement should be calling up these these outlets and saying, hey, you want to come over to our resource center? Let's take a look. This is what we do, and talk to the reporters who wrote the story. Give them a chance because a lot I know this from being in the media. They don't know that these places exist. They should because if they did their homework. They would, but you know, so many publications are doing so much more with so much less and they are going to the sources that are very active and engage the media all the time and that's the pro-abortion sources you're right i mean pro-lifers certainly should be you know proactive you know i certainly think that pregnancy centers should promote what they do you know reach out to the media and also you know never hurt some people can diplomatically write letters to the editor i mean uh you know that uh you know people should be diplomatic in tone but they should also you know let these papers know that uh, there is pregnancy up available, uh, that not all women are going out of state and obtaining abortions. Many women are taking advantage of the great resources in their own state. And again, there's just all kinds of good ways to get the word out in, uh, in today's media culture. Yeah. In terms of what we're seeing, I'm going to take a look at this uh, Florida bill. This is a, an abortion measure, a uh, step closer to becoming law in Florida. House committee yesterday approving House Bill Number 5, banning abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. And they're saying the bill is due for another vote in the House is coming Tuesday, and currently abortions in Florida are banned for 24 weeks. So we're seeing then other states, as I said earlier, coming forward with measures measure similar to the Texas heartbeat law. How do you see this going around the rest of the country, do you think, Michael, from what you're seeing right well, now? Well, I think that you're going to see uh, just a real divergence in terms of what states are doing. You know, I think the current composition of the Supreme Court has kind of indicated they're going to be pretty sympathetic to additional laws. They're going to protect pre-born children. Obviously, we'll see what happens with the Dobbs decision. Uh, we'll hear something about that probably in late June of 2022. Uh, so I think you're going to see conservative states like Florida, you know, like Texas, uh, like other states, uh, do more to protect pre-born children. Uh, but I think we also need to be careful because our opponents are kind of pushing back in blue states. And I think the pro-lifers who live in liberal parts of the country uh, need to start playing defense. Right. Uh, we've seen states like Illinois start funding abortion through their state Medicaid program. 
Maine, unfortunately, is funding abortion through their state Medicaid program. Vermont is considering a constitutional amendment that would place a right to an abortion in the state constitution. So we're doing a lot of good in conservative states, and we should celebrate that. But we should also, you know, do what we can in blue states. Uh, that even in politically liberal states, most people don't want their taxpayer dollars paying for abortion. Right. But most people want pro-life, parental involvement laws. So we need to be savvy and you know do our best uh, to kind of try to build a culture of life everywhere, not just conservative states. Yeah, and you did another article, I know, uh, another issue that I wanted to bring up. And by the way, if you're just joining us, it's 47 minutes past the hour, a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection, coast to coast and around the globe. Michael New is our guest, associate scholar from the Charlotte Lozier Institute and research associate at the Catholic University of America regarding the telemedicine issue and the abortion pill and a new poll that shows that, that most people don't like this idea and don't want their taxpayer dollars going for this. This is, I think... I, I keep thinking about this in my head. I, I talked with, spoke with Janet Morana from um, Priest of Life in Salton Moore over the weekend, and they're seeing, Michael, more and more women writing them, calling them, giving them testimonies of their experience with the abortion pill and not having to see a doctor when you're taking this pill. This is crazy. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about this. What, what doctor would agree to this, and how do they even know that the person to whom they're speaking, if they're doing a conference call or a Zoom call or whatever, you know, this telemedicine idea, is even pregnant. Right. I mean, this is just you know, a truly terrible idea for a whole host of reasons. It's obviously, you know, allowing women to obtain chemical abortions without seeing a doctor. That's going to be fatal to unborn children, but extremely risky to the health of women. If a woman has an ectopic pregnancy and tries to obtain a chemical abortion, that can be fatal. If a woman is further along in gestation than she realizes and she tries to obtain a chemical abortion, that could pose some very serious health consequences. And we've seen this you know, in other countries. Uh, Great Britain, uh, in early 2020, they started allow uh, chemical abortions by telemedicine. And there's a researcher there named Kevin Duffy, and he tracked what happened. And he found that emergency calls for chemical abortion increased by 54% after that happened. Ambulance responses for chemical abortions increased by 19%. So we have good data from other countries, which shows very clearly that letting women obtain these chemical abortion drugs unsupervised is going to be a public health disaster. Well, and then you have the whole psychological trauma, because then the woman becomes, and this is what Janet Morano was saying, sees herself as the abortionist, and her home is, is the site of the trauma, not to mention other complications that can come with something like this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we just know from the data, uh, these you know chemical abortion drugs you know simply aren't safe. I mean, you know the FDA has uh, been, you know, tracking this for, you know, a long time now. And I think they found something like, you know, 24 or 26 deaths uh, since 2001 uh, because of the chemical abortion pill. So we know that, you know, there's going to be physical health problems, including, you know, the risk of death. Uh, we know there's going to be psychological problems. And that's just unfortunate because these chemical abortion drugs uh, were approved by the FDA in 2000. Uh, it was an administrative decision. Uh, there wasn't legislation, there wasn't hearings, there wasn't testimony. Uh, it was something the Clinton FDA, the Clinton administration FDA, kind of rushed through. So I think had there been hearings and testimony, uh, this would have all worked out a lot differently. Let's see, I think these are the kind of stories that we can, as, as a pro-life movement, can put forward and tell people just how ridiculous and, and, and really harmful this, in addition, obviously, as you said, to the baby, uh, but the woman. And, and what, how is this healthy? They're always talking about health care and reproductive health. What they project is just the opposite of what they're doing. I mean, who would ever in the medical field say this is okay to take such a serious medication? I mean, you can't even get an antibiotic without seeing a doctor in person or, or, or other you know, uh, pills like for a cold. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. When it comes to abortion, everything is thrown out the window. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, a teenager, you know, can't necessarily, you know, get like an aspirin from school probably or get her ears pierced without right. uh, parental permission. But uh, in many states, a teenager can walk in the door of an abortion facility and get an abortion. Uh, it's just insane. And I mean, uh, a lot of teenagers, you know, don't know uh, their own medical history well. You know, they may have an allergic reaction to the anesthesia. There's all kinds of things that can go wrong. So, again, I think that you're right. I mean, when it comes to abortion, a lot of health standards are just thrown out the window. It's, by and large, not well regulated. Uh, it's dangerous. It's risky. And it's just tragic to see what's happening. Mm. So uh, what else can we do in addition to obviously praying, speaking up, uh, making sure we're getting the word out? But I, are we ready? I guess this is my question. Because something is going to happen with Roe v. Wade. It may or may not be completely overturned, but but all the the so-called experts who are weighing in on both sides of this issue say they're expecting changes, which is why the industry, the abortion industry, which it is, is ramping things up. So are we ready, though, in terms of the pro-life movement for what could be coming down? Well, we need to get ready. I mean, uh, one thing I always say is, that, you know, the reversal of Roe v. Wade will be a great victory for us. It will allow us to protect thousands of pre-born children. But we're going to face a lot of challenges, and their challenges need to be very clear-headed about. You're going to obviously have women trying to get abortions in other states. We realize that. There are women who are going to be trying to obtain chemical abortion pills online. We need to fight that through legislation, and some states, I think, are you know making telehealth, telemed abortions illegal. I think there's like 18 or 19 states where that's the case. Uh, legislation needs to be ramped up. Education needs to be ramped up as well. It needs to be you know, both education you know, and legislation. And we all need to support our pregnancy help centers. I think that every time I talk to a pro-life audience, I always encourage those in attendance to find a local pregnancy help center and support them. You know, they're doing a lot of good, often on uh, you know relatively small budgets. So if you mm-hmm. only give a little, give a little. Sometimes a little goes a long way. Absolutely, and and continue to get the word out about the amazing the amazing gift of pregnancy resource centers. They're so incredible what they do, and they've been doing it for decades. Michael, great information. Thanks for your research. Michael New is associate scholar with the Charlotte Lozier Institute and research associate for the Catholic University of America. We'll post the articles that he's just released. We'll put them on our um, website under the archive section for Catholic Connection. It's a Friday morning, 53 minutes past the hour. Have to take a break, and when we return, we'll let you know what's coming up on a Monday morning edition of this program. Stay tuned. We are the pro-life generation, passionate about building the culture of life in our health care and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic health care ministry providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Do you wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful and meaningful lives. You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's AveMariaRadio.net. 
Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. I want to encourage you to make sure you treasure your spouse this weekend, entering into World Marriage Day on Sunday, wrapping up National Marriage Week. And then on Monday, the Alexanders join us just in time for Valentine's Day for our mornings on marriage. They'll be talking about a new program online and also ways to cherish your spouse on Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day more specifically. And then the amazing Curtis Martin, author, speaker, of course, uh, well-known to our EWTN radio and TV viewers and listeners. He is going to be joining us from Focus about some really great things that are going on and what happened with the SEEK conference in terms of encouraging young people to know Christ in a much better and deeper way. And then Gail Buckley, it's a Monday morning, of course, so that means we'll have our scripture verse of the week. Have a great weekend, and God willing, we'll talk to you on a Monday and celebrate marriage this World Marriage Day, which is Sunday. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Your 24-hour-a-day source of Catholic inspiration. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. As a Catholic single, imagine walking up to that pretty lady and saying, Hey, you, get out of my dreams and into my 2022 Midnight Black GLA 250. Well, the GRN has given you a chance to make that dream a reality. Between now and February 21st, go to grnonline.com, buy five tickets for $100 or $25 for one, and let her come to you. Hi, I'm Dr. Kyle Eberlein of Mid-Cities Dental and a parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. Dentistry can be expensive, especially if you know you need a lot of work. That's why you need to know all of your treatment options, and you need a dentist whom is on your insurance plan. This could potentially save you lots of money. Our office will offer you a no-obligation consultation with necessary x-rays. We can be reached at 817-282-9321 or midcitiesdental.com. Again, that number is 817-282-9321. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. 
Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.